Um, he also uh, what? Oh crap! There was another. Ah, uh, yeah, you're, yeah. We'll go. No, back. no, it's cool. It's cool. I can't remember. Fine. He can he can else. edit it. What's the other thing? Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to remember the other. Wait, thing. wait till we do this week's news episode and then go all about it. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He uh, was one of uh, the, the the Hutt's uh, henchmen. <laughs> I believe yeah, he was also in uh, Last Sky. Wasn't he in or uh, Rogue One? Probably. Wasn't he one of the escaping slaves? Um, I think so. Along with yeah, we'll just keep rattling it because that that dude yeah. fucking works. Oh, yeah. Like. <laughs> this has been full coverage of Warwick Davis's acting career, brought to you by Movie Toast. But um, so crunching. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Movie Toast Podcast. This is our reviews episode. I'm uh, I'm your One Direction lead singer, Harry Styles, and I'm here with my uh, Neil Horan, Adam. Hey, I don't know what any of that is, but <laughs> welcome to the show, everybody. My Liam Payne, Dennis. Ooh, I, I don't know who that is, but I'll roll One Direction with you. And my Lewis Tomlinson, Tommy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hope he used to do that, because I have no idea who that is. <laughs> Wait, are we it's finding a, out that you're One Direction fan, Corey? No, but like oh. these groups of four people, I just I need to keep coming up with them, and you know I'm running out already. <laughs> he's, Which he's, would make John Arzane, It would make John Arzane Malik because he's all because he's, he's gone, and so is Zane. Yeah, no, Corey goes in the other direction. Yeah, uh, yeah there you go. <laughs> one Direction. One Direction. All nice. He flips. He flips a U and goes the other way. <laughs> Is that like, oh, what, I don't know. What does that mean? It sounded good, but I'm like, I'll just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, we're doing a reviews episode, everybody. And woo, woo. Um, I hope we all came with something fresh. I, I, I'm going to start. Um, yeah, go for it. Tommy was the host a couple weeks ago, and he decided that he was going to start. And I was like, whoa, breaking <laughs> boundaries. Glass yeah. ceiling was shattered. I yeah. should start. Yeah. So um podcast. I went and I did uh I watched I've been doing a lot of uh 80s things trilogies lately. I watched Back to the Future parts one, two, and three. Ooh. Oh yeah. Nice. There's no fourth Ooh. one. And- well, I mean, if you want to count a million ways to die in the West, he was uh Doc Brown was there. Ooh. I don't I want to count that. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to count that. And I hope I never ever have to be sat through a remake of these films. They no. So oh, no. no, they said they would never not do that. Not even if Robert Downey Jr. and what's his name, Spider Man, Tom, Tom Holland. Yeah, if they tried to do that, I wouldn't watch it. Zemeckis and Gale both said they'll die with that with those movie rights. Fuck that. Oh, oh, oh. nice. Okay, yeah. that's good because I don't want. They've already ruined literally everything else. I have nothing left. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I have nothing left, ladies and gentlemen. But um, uh, they're good movies. This is another instance where if you haven't seen them, do it because oh, yes. it's so obvious that they're good and they're iconic and they're fun and there's memes of them all over the internet. You know, stuff like, you know, the main characters of shows like Rick and Morty are loosely based off of Doc Brown and Marty McFly. So they're still here today, present, and it's a lot of uh, attention to detail in these movies. I don't really want to like go over the, you know, Marty McFly, he goes back in time on a time machine and 
then he has to go back to the future, which is the name of the movie. <laughs> so that's what happens. And it's, 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 um, it's interesting. It's fun. I almost said it's fun for the whole family, but I got to give one caveat. <laughs> the, the first movie is a lot more rapey than I, yeah. <laughs> than I remember. Oh yeah. His mom wants him. It was, uh, just like Man. the gets raped, like it's the terrible. Scene, the scene with Biff, I mean, like it's, it's not rough. like lighthearted fun. I mean, like there's like some serious uh, shit going on there, and um, you know, everywhere in the the town square is like every single place is like a porno, like adult film section. Right? <laughs> in the, at least in the eighties, it's very strange. There's a lot of like, yeah, it's there's a lot of like, um, there's a lot of sex in that movie. <laughs> You know, uh, for being something I watched a lot as a child. Well, Corey, that's just yeah. the power of love, man. Uh, incest, too. Isn't that the right uh, uh, terminology? That is, right. that is the correct word. Yes. <laughs> Calvin Klein didn't see it coming. It's no. like kissing oh, my, my brother. <laughs> oh, you don't know how close you are. But oh. um, I, I think everyone should watch these films. They hold up. You know, the computer-generated effects don't hold up so well, but what do you want? You know, I mean, I don't really think the that... The practical effects are yeah. awesome, yeah. though. It more yes, than makes up true. for that, I would argue. Yeah, yeah. Well, dude. How many... Okay, honestly, how many of you, when you watched it, how, whenever, whenever, time, whenever you watched it, uh, the flames after, how many of you oh. thought those were real flames on the street? Oh, I, I'll right? say I, I did. I did. I did. Yeah. Last, oh, yeah, sure. As a kid, last week, not so much. <laughs> Can we talk about the beginning of the move of the first one with the what was it terrorists like in the mall parking lot? With oh my the Libyan, yeah, the the Libyan. Libyan. Oh. Chris, yeah. yeah, that was intense. Why did that not pay Fuck, off yeah. in the other movies? I want with more the of RPG. That. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, and then how? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, it's all good. We're, we all love this. Uh, yeah, toasters. We all fucking love this movie. So it's <laughs> well, we, we're all, all no, most no, of us do. Adam, you have a problem uh, with these movies? I used to, but then I went back and rewatched them, and boy, I love them. I love the Are second one the most. The all of third? Yeah. Eh. Well, it, what about at the end of the first one, yeah. when he comes back? Well, no, no, I, I liked him. I'm just saying I love the second no, one. No, no, no. Oh, separate, separate from what you were saying. The, oh, okay. when, they, when he comes back, are we just ignoring the fact that the Libyans are still alive? That's that they true. they just crashed their van into a, a photo booth in the parking lot? <laughs> the guy on the roof? Probably not. Oh, that guy yeah, on the roof no. is probably dead. Yeah. I remember the bad guys died. Died. Also, yeah, like, uh, yeah. With the Northridge PD, or I guess I mean, that's where it's shot, but like North, yeah, the Lone Pine or Twin Pines, depending on which timeline you're in. Yeah. When that police department shows up and there's a bunch of terrorists with like a rocket launcher in a van, <laughs> they just cra- I'm sure they got arrested or deported or something. Like, I think for sure. Homeland, Homeland Security on that oh, one. And I'm sure we're all aware uh, uh, when you're dealing with, with time travel, there are going to be plot holes. Throughout oh, the movie, yeah. yeah. I just recently came across a crazy from from the second movie. You guys ready for this one? Okay. It, so when Biff s- steals the the DeLorean, right, mm-hmm. and he goes back in time to give the almanac, and then he travels back to 2015, shouldn't he be in a different alternate? timeline yes. at that point so yeah. he shouldn't he, be in the same timeline as marty and he Doc. could never have returned the time machine that's probably the when i would when i saw that i'm like uh. oh and then oh, they, yeah. um, that takes the cake for me 
Oh, yeah, because then Marty and Doc would then just disappear from the future exactly. because they never would have been able to go. It, right. but, the, but then, and then that undoes the time machines ever getting made. I'd like to so see then that version of the movie. Gone back, the universe would collapse. So that's yeah. the, that, that that's would be the, like the two the, minute long version is the first. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're what that, Doc right? always, what he always uh, threatens about the time paradox or whatever, ending, time ending. Yeah. That brings that's like a, a robot chicken sketch or something. Like that <laughs> yeah. would be the whole movie in 20 seconds. <laughs> that actually brings me to another point that I wanted to make having recently watched all three. There is. There is, like, Adam says the second one's his favorite. There's a drop-off in quality between the first one and then the second and the third one. All three are good. Don't get me wrong. We're dropping from, like, a 10 to, like, an 8.5. But there is, I believe, a drop-off in just, like, general storytelling quality, character development, and it becomes a little bit more fan service-y in the second one. In the third one... You know, I love the third one. Third one's a, my favorite. It's yeah. a fucking Western. Oh, interesting. I love it's that they of, went out and they're like, let's do something wacky. It's like uh, when you watch the Bruce Campbell films and the first two are basically the same thing and they're <laughs> classic horror. And then the third one is totally ridiculous, Army of Darkness. And he, <laughs> I love that because what it does is it kind of cleanses your palate of the binge of Back to the Future that you just did. And mm-hmm. it, it sends you off in a different direction. Like I won't talk about this movie, but I went and watched the Magnificent Seven after I watched after I watched the third one because it's like it just like it kind of it's like a after that did you watch the ridiculous six? No, I hate that fucking Whoa. movie. <laughs> That's a stupid pile of pieces of shit. I think basically Many Zemeckis pieces of shit compiled to make that movie. Zemeckis yeah. has stated in interviews that he, the third one was simply he wanted to make a western. That's and pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Sorry, but, um, I think I think will I will go from Magnificent Seven to the remake of Magnificent Seven to Seven Samurai and then to Rogue One because they're all the same movie. I just want to see the different iterations of that. But I'm off of of Back to the Future. <laughs> so, so uh, we, was the third your favorite? You said no. It's just it's just an interesting that it deviates so wildly from the first two. Tommy, the do first we... one's the best for sure. Do you yeah, have any third, tidbits? Third... Uh, oh, okay. So I have one quick one from each of the movies. You ready for this? Uh, so writers Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis actually received a fan letter from John DeLorean after the film's release, uh, this after the first film's release, thanking them for immortalizing his car. I was pretty <laughs> cool. I liked that. Um, the second film was the first film appearance by Elijah Wood. He plays oh, one of the yep. two video game boys to whom Marty speaks in the diner near the start and of the you film. You got to use your hands. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, that sounds boring, or whatever the line no, it's was. It's a baby's toy. Yeah. <laughs> now, the third one, this one was interesting. I, I didn't find this out from IMDb. I found this out from the special features of one of the uh, DVDs, because I had the, the special three-pack DVD when it came out before nice. Blu-rays were, were a thing. Um, when Buford Mad Dog Tannen tried to lynch Marty, uh, Michael J. Fox was accidentally like hanged for real. Ooh. It rendered him unconscious for a short time, Ooh. and that's the film. That's the uh, the Shot. version we see in the film mm-hmm. when he's up there, and he there's a point where you actually see him go limp. That was him unconscious on screen. Fuck, damn! And he put that in his autobiography called "Lucky Man" that came out in 2002. <laughs> Very interesting. So that was huh. some Tommy's tidbits right there for you. Nice, sweet. So cool. Corey. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you'd say green light or 
of all of them? Yeah, they're green lights. I think if they ever show up back in theaters, which they might for some special screening or whatever, I would go watch all three in America. I, oh, I did that at the uh, at the Egyptian like four years ago, five years ago, wow. maybe, maybe seven years ago. It's great. Oh, dude, awesome. what am I talking about? I was there for that. <laughs> <laughs> can I actually? Can I introduce a? Maybe this should start going along with the ratings, just in case this comes up. You know, a little more often. Can, can we like have a Hall of Fame or something? Ooh. Can, oh, we should. You know, like with Indiana Jones, with uh, Back to the Future. What if after, you know, you do a review like you just did and we put a, a toasty seal of approval on it. Like we should set aside a group of movies of like, these are always our gold standard level of. Nice. I like that. We love Citizen this. Citizen Kane. I, don't I know. hear you. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Kingdom of the Crystal Citizen. Skull. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> It must be golden toasty brown on every corner. Every corner of that bread. All four of us have to uh, agree that it makes it in. Otherwise, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull will have two votes. (laughs) (laughs) It's like it doesn't make it bad for discussion. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, right. Anyway, I do think you know that's that's a good. Tommy's tidbits is always a good jumping off point into somebody else's world to see what they were (laughs) they were dealing with. I mean, like let's just. Adam, what what did you do? What did you do? What did I do? Uh, I uh, sat my fat ass down and watched some Netflix original movie called The Willoughbys. It's an animated movie starring Ricky Gervais, Will Forte, Maya Rudolph, uh, Martin Short, Jane Krakowski. I don't know, the lady from... uh, Yeah, yeah, uh, Krakowski. uh, 30 Rock. Um, And pretty much it's about these uh, three kids, their siblings, and they're in one of the most prestigious families known as the Willoughbys. Throughout the ages, Whoa. the Willoughbys have been rich, successful, loving, adventurous people. Until this line of the Willoughbys. There's a mother and father who are madly horny for each other. They have these kids, <laughs> oh and they just have God. the kids fend for themselves. <laughs> they're the worst parents in the world. They make Matilda's parents look like fucking superstar parents. Uh, so oh, these wow. kids decide- Oh, Terry Crews is in the movie, too. Um, oh, shit. Of course he is. Of course he is. <laughs> so the kids are finally fed up with this when an orphan shows up on their doorstep, and they want the orphan to be one of them. And the parents say, you kids got to get out of the house until you get a home for this orphan or you're all orphans. And so the oh. kids leave the orphans at the orphan at a candy factory, uh, which is run <laughs> by a very wacky guy who is Terry Crews. But really Wonka? Kinda, yeah. He's he's a uh, he's a general of sorts. Um, anyway, anywho, the kids decide they they walk past a travel agency and they're like, "Oh wow, people pay to go around the world." Wait a minute, what if we're what if we make ourselves orphans? Let's put together a fake brochure of all the most dangerous places on the earth where our parents will undoubtedly get killed. And so they kind of put a scheme together, and the parents find it, and they're like, "The thing that sells them on it is no kids allowed." And they're like, fuck it, let's do this. Let's get away <laughs> oh from God. these kids. And so they go, the and they, they're like, they get a nanny, and the nanny, the kids are afraid of the nanny for a while. But the nanny's like, oh, wow, your parents seem terrible. They had you get By rid of Rudolph, over. right? Yeah. And Mary pretty Poppins? much, she's, she's cooler than Mary Poppins. I mean, not as whimsical, but she's a badass. So this is a pretty crazy movie, and it's all told from an outsider's point of view, which is a cat voiced by Ricky Gervais. And they tell you in the beginning, this is not a heartwarming movie. Like, it's crazy, man. The art style is outrageous. And, like, 
I don't know if it's an adult movie or a family movie, but it's fucking wacky. Oh. I loved it. It's fun. I think it's based on some children's books, and I hope they do another one, to be honest with you. I'd say it's a yeah. green light. It kind of has a feel. It yeah. kind of has the feel of like like Pixar's Incredibles, where it's for both the adults and the mm-hmm. kids. Like there's in, the little subtleties that adults would find funny that kids would have no clue. Yeah, <laughs> no, what totally. It sounds like. Yeah, yeah. And the visuals. Oh, I don't know cool. what type of animation this is, but I like I like it. It's not your typical modern animation. It's kind of reminds me of like a moving painting, but a little CG. I don't oh, know. it's it's dang. pretty awesome. I like is the animation. Else? Oh yeah. Is there uh, anything else you would compare the animation style to? Honestly, <laughs> I, I can't. To be to be truthful with oh, you, I wish I could. Actually, that's really cool. <laughs> and and that's that's what sold me. I'm like, I don't know what this movie is, but I like the way it looks, so I'm going to check it out. And I was happy I did. Where did you see this? Uh, it's a Netflix original movie. Netflix original. Yeah. Very interesting. Tommy, do you want to top us off with some tidbits? I'm looking on here. There's a lot of stinkers. Uh, the Stinker. only That's yeah. fine. We don't always it's... need a tidbit. Some <laughs> movies just don't deserve a tidbit. Yeah, it's Netflix's themselves. second animated <laughs> film to be rated PG after Klaus. Oh, so, oh that's, that's this makes me okay. Maybe this is in the vein of a cause. I never saw it, but I know that had unique animation. And now if I know this is in that realm, maybe I'll go and watch Klaus this Christmas. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Oh, well, interesting. All right. Tommy, I know that your movie is like six of the eight letters of <laughs> Adam's movie. So do you want to talk about that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it came out in 1988, and it is not called The Willow Bees. It is actually called Willow. Oh. Uh, this was a uh, Ron Howard-directed movie uh, written by George Lucas and uh, Bob Dolman. Uh, starring Val Kilmer, mm-hmm. Warwick Davis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Billy Barty's in there, if you guys know Billy Barty. Um, and then Kevin Pollock is, <laughs> I think this was his first uh, on screen, maybe? Maybe not. Oh, shit. Wow. Huh. But this came out in 1988. And it's That's about. That's the year I was a, born. Yeah. Oh, uh, cool. a, a young farmer is chosen to undertake a perilous journey in order to protect a special baby from an evil queen. Very, very sci-fi. Um, and it's, I want to say it's a Disney movie. I'm pretty sure it's so. a Disney movie. Um, Willow's or, a Disney movie? I think it or is, maybe yeah. it was like a touchstone or something because it's a little more... It's under the Disney umbrella. Yeah. Uh, I watched it on Disney Plus, so... <laughs> but yeah, it's, was it's it? A, they recently acquired a bunch of stuff. Is oh, this okay. like an original, original Disney thing? I don't think it was. I wouldn't say that. Lucasfilm. That up. Yeah, it was a Lucasfilm. Lucas so it was probably Fox. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Huh. Now, also, um, this is also a medieval movie on top of all that other oh, stuff. Oh, definitely right? medieval. Yeah. No guns. <laughs> no time <laughs> travel. Huh? Uh, fantasy. Fantasy. Yeah. fantasy. Definitely. Nice. Uh, I mean, it's got goblins and. Yeah and uh evil witches and sorcery and wizards and spells and all that stuff uh that does sound cool yeah i actually haven't seen this i'm intrigued by your review sorry i I did not like this movie but just saying goblins and witches it's been years i'm like well i'm gonna go watch it oh yeah and it's i mean there's funny scenes uh val kilmer is amazing in this movie Mm -hmm. it's a really young val kilmer and he's got a lot of funny quips and 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 stuff and uh, a lot of action scenes. And uh, I mean, what else is there to say? You know, it's 
it's a long movie, two hours and six minutes, so it's going to take you a while okay. to get through now, it. Now, if I recall, are there a lot of like slow points in the movie? I, I feel like that's why I dislike it as much as I do. There I are like some slow dragged. There are some slow scenes in okay. the middle, uh, but it, honestly, like if you if you get through those slow scenes, the the action scenes well make up for mm-hmm. the slow scenes. So, are you pumped for the inevitable Disney Plus Willow series? I did not know about the oh, there's oh yeah, it's a Bruin, yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. I'll watch it with Warwick himself being back. In oh, it. that's great. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> this so, movie was fucking produced by MGM. That is real, unreal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but uh, yeah, Green Light. You know, if you've never seen it, definitely Green Light. Uh, if nice. you have seen it, it's probably been a while because I, I'll tell you, before Disney Plus, uh, I actually wanted to watch Willow. Nice. Uh, this was probably like a year ago or less, maybe. Uh, but I couldn't find it. wasn't on demand. wasn't on HBO. I mm. uh, couldn't find it on Netflix. Um, I tried. I found a Blu-ray copy of it, but it was like twenty something bucks, and I wasn't going to pay that. <laughs> and then it showed up magically on Disney Plus. I'm like, Fuck, yeah, <laughs> I get to watch this again now. Great. Um, so chances are it's probably been a while if you have seen this, so I would still give it a green light. Go ahead, watch it again. But nice. um, as for the uh, the tidbits, <laughs> can I give a couple tidbits? Shoot um, them tidbits at us. So, Tommy, Tommy, you can't, yeah. man. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The producers are telling us we gotta we gotta end this show. I, I got no. two. Go Is ahead. That right. Yeah. So Warwick Davis, when you when you do watch this, you need to know, Warwick Davis was only seventeen. Oh no shit! Wow. Yeah. So when you see Dang. him in the film, that's a seventeen-year-old Warwick Davis there. Holy um, shit! And the other tidbit is, according to Warwick Davis, the film had the largest ever casting call for little people at the time. There were between two hundred and twenty-five and two hundred and forty actors, and that ended up being hired for the film. That's Damn. crazy. Uh, little people actors. Yeah. Can I add a Corey's Crunch Wrap to this? Yeah. <laughs> which, I, which is like a speculation. I believe I read somewhere, I think it's in A Life, the George Lucas book, um, that Warwick Davis is the Ewok that Princess Leia Wicked. interacts with. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he and is. And that's how he got this role with George Lucas. I believe it? that. Oh, shit. Oh, and he's, he's the uh, leprechaun in all the leprechaun yeah. movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you uh, go. That's right. Jen Aniston, fucking my main man Wayne Knight. Oh, nice. I think we should move on to Dennis's movie. He came in here this week with super secret, not telling me what what he's watching. Or I forgot. No, he told us what the title. I I don't even know what that was. And let's let's find out together, Adam. (laughs) Me too. I want to find out. All right, my uh, my movie this week is close. It is from 2019, and I was able to view it on Netflix. Uh, it tells a tale of a female bodyguard who is hired to protect the heiress of a mining empire. And on the eve of a huge deal, um, ma- making this signing this huge mining contract, the heiress is targeted for assassination. And Ooh. this lone bodyguard uh, takes her under her wing. Technically, the job is done for her. She's like got her to from point A to point B. But she knows that if she leaves right now, she's going to leave this girl on her own and she's going to die. So she takes the matters into her own hands, uh, start, um, starts running her all over there. Um, most of the movie takes place in Morocco. 
Nice. And it's running around city streets. It uh, intercutting between her and the, the girl's stepmother is seems to be the villain where she's um, orchestrating her kidnap while using the, the local police force and paying them off Shit. to try to kidnap her and hide her away. There's um, I like this movie had just fucking had me in the first two minutes. It it just opens cold on uh, her the job she's wrapping up and she's uh, escorting some uh, news outlet through a militarized zone, some place where some local uh, military combat is going on, some type of re- rebellion or something. It's not really, I don't think it actually illustrates specifically where she's supposed to be. It just kind of suggests this is some bad shit. Now, is um, this an actress that we know or is this? Like oh a- yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, Nomi Rappus. Uh, oh, she's, shit. The last thing I saw her on personally was the Tom Clancy series on Amazon Prime, but she was in the original uh, Girl with Dragon Tattoo mm-hmm. series of films. She's a badass in those. Prometheus. Yes. That's what I know her from. Oh, oh yeah. and Prometheus. Yep. She's a star of that. And I, I like that that movie too. It's She is a fucking badass again. Like, huh. she <laughs> nails it again. And is, it, like I was saying, that first two minutes, man, I was hooked. Is this uh, a Netflix original or? Actually, I've never heard of it. I'm I very excited think, now. I don't think it's a Netflix original. I was actually I, I don't just remember. looking that up. I could swoop okay. up for a second. I, there's a lot, I remember there was a lot of title cards. So <laughs> I just, that's all. But it's, um, it, uh, actually, yeah, Corey, do you have that? Or did you happen to find yeah, that? Yeah, I do have it. Um, it's produced by Juicin Films and Whitaker Media. And it was distributed on DVD and Blu-ray in Germany by Eurovideo and uh, Netflix everywhere else. Huh. Netflix, Interesting. Netflix originally distributed. Never heard of so. any of those places. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it has, like, the, the tells in the beginning of just, like, oh, man, I'm not really sure, like, what kind of budget did this movie get? Like, is this going to start looking cheesy really fast? Not at all. At least not to me. It, huh. Um. It has a great pace. The cinematography is, it's not like, there's nothing like super gorgeous. I, I liked some of the desert shots in the beginning. Once we hit the interiors, it's not uber creative, but it's, it gets the job done. Mm. Um, the, the tone of the movie, though, is fantastic. And uh, uh, Miss, Miss Rappus fucking kills it. She just, that nice. and all of the bad guys. Like it's, <laughs> um, it was. A, it's a fun ride. It's not. It's not a super complex story, and it's got a couple little turns in it. I'm not even gonna call it like a whole twist because I don't want to blow it up out of proportion. Because you start to see it coming. You start to kind of see it go there. But mm-hmm. there is there is an underwater fight scene. There is um, just these gnarly. Um, the, the the house that they're supposed to be hiding out in has all of these like state of the art security measures that do some fucked up things. Like it's <laughs> it, it, it it's a it's a fun ride. It's a, it's a good like summertime popcorn blockbuster movie. Wow! Uh, you sold it, me on it. Totally. Yeah, it totally has that tone. And it's Green on Netflix light. right now. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Netflix Close. right now. Close. Close. Netflix. Uh, Green light. Got yes, it. sir. I, wow. I I enjoyed it. I actually just watched that this morning, and I couldn't I couldn't put it down. <laughs> that's a, that's a sign of a good movie. Would you say it's rated R? Yes, easily. There's oh, okay. The, the the violence is pretty pretty intense once it gets going. It's not. Let's put it this way. It's not too violent. 
So there's like the R-rated movie of violence that my mom tolerates, and then there's the R-rated movie violence that I tolerate. It this is this is one you could watch with your mom. You it's know, like, subdued. It's like melancholy. It, like it's just yeah, violent enough. You're gonna see like there's some blood, and it's like uh, you know she she's gonna shield her eyes, but the the intensity of the other scenes is really cool. Like the, it's um it reminds me of like fight sequences in Born some of the Born movies where. Oh you see your character, the main character get hurt. It's not all this one-sided, I'm a fucking super soldier. It's, Good. I'm, I'm so experienced. I know, you know, you're going to be taking a few shots before you wait for that one opening and fucking kill him. Uh, now, what's nice. the runtime like on this? Is it a long, a uh, medium? Ew, it's, oh, uh, shit. Uh, I, I, I have had that, that up too. <laughs> 94 minutes. 94 oh, minutes. Fuck. So you're, you're, is the action just pushing it, pushing it like a freight train moving? No. You, oh, okay. you, um, actually, it, I think they use it in good measure. Like there's, there are points where you'll, you'll go two or three scenes where there is, isn't like a gunfight or a fist fight, but it's that impending doom because uh, there's still that, uh, there's the thriller kicks in Thanks. and it's much more about, who's who's behind the assassination attempt really and um where where are they safe there is there is no place safe really they can't hide anywhere and know that someone's going to come looking for you know come help yeah. them yeah uh they're constantly on edge the character main character has been on edge for years like it, it they do a really good amount of uh developing her character without having to hand feed you a lot of things. Like she's not saying that, 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 that. It's, you gotta kind of pick up a few hints kind of quick as they go by. Hmm. Um, yeah, solid movie. Nice. Highly endorsed. Awesome. Nice. Tommy, you wanna hit us with a Tommy's tidbits of trivia? <laughs> so there's two tidbits, one of them's a stinker. So I'm going to add a tidbit from, what's her name, Numi, Nomi? Rapasu? Yeah. yeah however you pronounce it i'm gonna add one from her tidbits oh. so in addition to doing all her own stunts in close oh, um she also speaks fluent icelandic oh. and she only lived in iceland for only a few years as a child um but she also speaks danish norwegian english and her native swedish wow damn wow that's a lot yeah. of languages yeah <laughs> So that's nice. awesome. Tommy's tidbits for you. If the audience wants to look us up on IMDb, they can do that. In addition to contacting us in other places where we actually are and could interact oh. with them. Ooh. Adam, would you like to tell us what a few of those are? Oh, honey, baby boy, I would love to. I don't know what that was. I was channeling an, a past <laughs> host or something. Uh, yeah. Like if you that. could come uh, visit us at Reddit, at Instagram, at Twitter and at Discord, we're always available. Uh, you just gotta put us in at movie underscore toast and also YouTube. Please, uh, we really want to interact with you guys, and we're doing a series of interviews uh, called Toasty Talk where we could interview you, and it's gonna be on our YouTube page. So uh, please get at us. It's a lot of fun. You could also oh, leave yeah. us a review on Apple Podcasts, which would help with the other people find us. Mm-hmm. Uh, which you know. I guess that's fine. And you'll get a shout out on one of our episodes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Keep it toasty, folks. Stay inside. <laughs> <laughs>